too ghetto and godly. You are now tuned in to your favorite host. I'm Auntie Mimi, the big shit talker. And make sure you tune in every Monday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on the Hot 702.5. And today we are discussing passion and humility. Hey, Keyshawn Music. Yes, go ahead and close the door. Um, we have three special guests in the building. We have, of course, Prince Ali. Amorous me. <laughs> oh, you switched it up today. <laughs> it's always the same. It's like Bishop Don Juan. Amorous me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amorous me, amorous he, okay. amorous us, oh. amorous we. Okay. <laughs> and we also have Chef Jeff LV. Say what's up to the people. What's going on, people? Jeff the Chef in here. And then we have Keyshawn Music. Can we hear you? Hold on. Turn me up. Say hello. Okay, there we go. Say hello to the people. What it do, what it is. It's your boy Keyshawn Music. I'm in the building. All right. (laughs) Y'all ready? We're ready. We're talking about passion and humility today, fellas. All right. But but first, but, but first... We're going to get into our Ghetto and Godly moments. So what we do here on Ghetto and Godly, we do a Ghetto and Godly moment, whether that be something where the universe is looking out for you, whether that be where you have to cut somebody out, whether that be where shit just kind of worked out in your favor, or maybe it didn't, but you understood what was going on. Prince Ali, what was your Ghetto and Godly moment this week? Y'all want to start with me? Yes, amorous me. <laughs> <laughs> um, ghetto and godly moment was, I don't know. I mean, I had a few. I mean, I had a couple realizations. I had a couple of. Um, share. Share with the congregation. Just, you know, you. it wasn't anything specific, but you get to a point where you just kind of realize, like, what's important in life, what you want to do you know where you kind of come to a realization of what you where you want to be at and i think that's a blessing to be able to like actually pinpoint things and go to a um just a place of happiness so a place of realization is where you went to yeah i mean that happens often but that was probably my highlight. You know, I, I, I like to take the the beginning stages of the week like my sundays i kind of reflect on like I don't know if I'm the only one who does no, this. No, I'm but sure you're not alone. And you then, know, you think about like, okay, how do I want this week to go? Which way do I want it to go? How did last week go? You kind of meditate on your yeah, week just and like, try to what, manifest. What did I do wrong last week? What did, not necessarily wrong, but mm-hmm. what could I have avoided last week? What did I feed into that I probably shouldn't have? What did I, you know, leave out that I probably should have added in? Okay. And, you know, I just had a couple. I have a shirt of- like that. You don't have a shirt like this. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't that. I do, but it's a crop top. <laughs> this one was too, but I fixed it. <laughs> okay. I feel that. Bag. Keyshawn Music. What was your ghetto and gally mom? You got to turn your mic to the side, baby. Ladies first. No, ain't no ladies first. Ladies first. Oh, ladies my first. God. Okay, so my ghetto and godly moment. Y'all know I'm living this ghetto and godly life, right? Um, I had a few of them. So my ghetto and godly moment would have to be, you know, you get memories that pop up on like your Snapchat or your Facebook or, you know, your, I don't know if Instagram does it, but a memory had popped up and I shared a little bit on my Insta story 
two years ago, I started podcasting. And I went to the store, and my husband, Keyshawn, he helped me. We bought a mic, but we ended up buying the, same, the wrong mic. But long story short, it was just a ghetto and golly moment of like, kind of like realization, like I've really been doing this for two years and I haven't stopped, you know what I'm saying? And that was just like a moment I had to like sit back and like kind of congratulate myself, you know, humbled in this experience, but it's like, okay, but like you really out here doing it. Like you haven't stopped. You hit some, some hurdles, you hit some, some roadblocks, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers quit on you, but you can't quit on yourself, sis. Like you got to keep going. So that was just my, one of my moments of just like, okay, I'm, I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And this is just, okay, keep going. That's dope. Try to keep everything positive. So all week it's been great for me. Really. Okay, so um, nothing that really stuck out. Like, okay, okay, God. I mean, I pretty, I sold out pretty much every day this week. That's what's up. Those so, are moments. That's, that's one. Yes. Moment for me. Food is good. Okay. Oh, yeah, all day. Here for all it. <laughs> Can you tell us what it was that you sold out on? Um, I sold out everything. All my seafood was gone, down to my shrimp, pasta. Uh, Prince Ali is a little tight. He ain't got no dip, okay? He wanted some, <laughs> he, he wanted, he wanted some dip last I week. I did. He kept talking about that. this dip. Like, I did, and I, I really wanted it. some dip. I got you, too. I'll have it again this week. Okay. <laughs> Every time I make it, it's gone. It don't even I heard. <laughs> What's the, okay, we're going we gonna to talk about that. What's your ghetto and moment, Keyshawn? You know what? You, you got to explain it to me one more time. Cause <sighs> I, 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 this is like your umpteenth time on the show. I know. I know. Every time. Okay. Okay, babe. You so your ghetto and godly moment can be something that happened throughout your week where the stars may have aligned, where, you know, you felt like the universe was looking out for you, or maybe some shit was like, damn, but I understood why I had to go through that type shit. So, like, what oh. was the moment? Uh, I mean, like, like you see, my stars, they always, you know, pretty much try to align and everything always positive, like Jeff, you know what I'm saying? Everything always positive for me. If it ain't positive for me, it's a lesson. But Well, Ghetto and Godly can definitely be positive. A lesson I did have to learn was, you know, uh, you can't host everybody, you know, like I try to... <laughs> You can't host everybody, you know. I Meaning, you can't host like when they come from out of town. When they come from out of town, okay, heard you. You know, because like they understand, man. Like you on vacation, but I ain't on vacation. That's real. You know what I'm saying like, and it's a balance in the two. But you know, I got old cousins. They come out. They, they mm. think I'm still cousin from ten years ago. Nah, <laughs> it's a different cousin. You don't get down like that no more. I want you to take him to the arcade. <laughs> and you gotta go to the whole job. You got a whole job to go to. <laughs> Not the arcade. Oh no. <laughs> so you saying you're not hosting anymore? Y'all, you gonna host again? Sorry. That's just how I go with family. It's gonna be a minute there. It's gonna be a hot minute for sure. Somebody gotta host me a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see how it go. I wanna see how it go. Cause I thought I'd be hosting my damn self when I go. You know what I'm saying? I but. just. I mean, Mark, you say you host you host family. Like, that's just what you do. You know, you me, you hosted a century. I didn't say that. Okay, calm down. <laughs> you got to relax. <laughs> no, but me and my family do this. And it's 
we that's just what we do. We get together, period. So and like stay we for had days. we had a conversation. We did, about but we didn't hosting. have a conversation about the with the congregation. So yeah, that's what my family does. We okay. get together and I don't consider. I mean, it's hosting, but it's not really hosting. To me, it's not hosting when it's your family. See, the problem comes in when you have family that comes in that you have to host and you have to entertain. Yeah. I think we, as like my family, we understand like. No, nah, niggas was trying to be entertained. Like, where is that? Like, what we about to do? What we getting into? That's gonna like, you no. live in Las Vegas. That's going to happen, regardless of how close, how far, how distant of a cousin you are. That's going to happen because you live in Las Vegas, and people think we live in the entertainment capital of the world. So, when somebody comes from Las Ve- to Las Vegas, even if they coming from what's uh, they yeah, they think they coming to, to a party exactly. So you gonna have you're going to have to do that. Period. However, the thing about hosting is you have to host people like your family has to understand. Like I can give you information, I can give you directions, I can give you locations. Um, Don't expect me to drive you around. No, nah, that's, I'm that's a, the difference. Niggas want a concierge services, okay? Can you take me? Where we going? Dang, you going? You, you leave, I leave the car available, bro. Just grab the keys. Go where you want to go. You can GPS that shit. Do they know how to drive? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, ask, I'm asking. Look, that's what I'm saying. When I, when I went out there, I, 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 did, I got in the car. Listen, the way the way it goes in my family, if I come to your town, you my cousin, I come to your town, and this is my close family. This ain't this distant third, fourth, fifth cousin. Yeah, so if I come to your town, tell me how I need your key. I'm going, I need to go to Walmart. Bro, here. Exactly, and that's just how I go. It ain't no, if I'm going, if you going, then I'm riding with you, but if you not, that's not on your repertoire. Exactly. I'm on my way. I need to get there. Which street I need to turn right on again? That's it. That's it. Period. So that's just how we do. Come if you get lost. You supposed to explore. Dora. <laughs> don't, 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 don't explore too much. Man. Man, you don't probably be all in getting out of the car and shit. Right. But, you but, all parked the wrong yeah. spots. There's a whole lot of designated yeah. parking yeah. spots in Las Vegas. Don't explore that <laughs> shit. But, and that's what you call it. Go explore, nigga. Drive a traffic. Follow the lights. Enjoy yourself. All right. Uh, well, we got y'all got it. All right. Now we're going to get into Messy Monday. So late earlier this week, Jermaine Dupri stirred up conversation um, where he did an interview with people and he shared his thoughts on today's female rappers during the interview. Uh, during the interview, he was asked about having a favorite female rapper stating, I can't really say. And, you know, the reason why I can't say is because I feel like they're all rapping about the same thing. I don't think they're showing us who the best rapper is. For me, it's like strippers rapping. As for rap goes, I'm not getting who is the best rapper. After various artists responding back, including y'all favorite, Cardi B. My favorite. (laughs) (laughs) She shared her thoughts on Jermaine Dupri comments as well. And then he announced that he's hosting a female cipher on Instagram on July 12th, writing after all the DMs, angry calls and tweets and messages saying, I'm going, I'm a major gatekeeper in the hip hop world. Why don't you invest in a female rapper who was out there hustling and making a name for herself? He decided to create a hashtag so so deaf female cipher details coming soon. So with the room full of gentlemen, what do do y'all agree with Jermaine Dupri? Like, what do y'all think about the climate of the female rap industry right now? 
I mean, I don't know. He, he kind of hit it on the head. They are pretty much the same. I mean, some of them stand out a little different, like Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. They kind of stand out a little different from, like, the, uh, what's the old girl named Megan Thee Stallion? Mm-hmm. They stand out a little different, but, I mean, what is there to rap about too much as a... I mean, oh, it's a lot to rap about, but <laughs> where's the where's the content? Right, it's not too much. I'm curious to hear from the rapper himself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To be honest with y'all, like I don't I don't particularly listen to a lot of you know what I'm saying female artists, it, it, and this is not to say that you know I'm against what they got or what they saying. Is it on it's purpose that, or is it just by chance? It just they just don't peek you. No, it's just like the message, like you know what I'm saying. Cause I'm I'm an artist, I'm a songwriter as well. So like I listen to the music, I listen to what they saying, I'm listening to you know everything. And you can't and, relate. And I can't I can't relate to it. It actually like I you know I stay away from that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like and it's just like uh, you know the the female artist that I do you know listen to and I think she's dope and she's she kind of different is um Tamara White. Tomorrow. No, what's her name? Uh, I can't think of her name. Trina. But, no, no. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rico Nasty. Rico Nasty. Rico, Rico Nasty's Rico different. Nasty, she's different. You know what I'm saying? Different. Like, she got this like rock. It's like this rock trap. She remind me of like an Azalea Banks, like with more bars. Yeah, and, and went right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and didn't didn't crazy, <laughs> didn't tweet crazy yeah. shit. I was gonna say because she doesn't pick a single bit of interest for me. Azalea Banks, that is. Right. She, she reminds. She puts you in the mind frame. Like okay, this is what Azalea would have been if she wasn't like on her mental health kick. Is that what it is? <laughs> we ain't we ain't gonna talk uh, about that, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, continuing. But no, like like Rico Nash, I think she dope, and that the other girl, I think she dope. I'm not like a, like lyrically dope, but I think she a dope artist because they did what it, they did. They did what, what other artists to get on the girl. I don't even know her name, but she sang this song. Move, Lil Kim. No, no. Lakeem's a legend. I'm glad Tierra, Tierra Wack, I think. No. It's not Tierra Wack? No, it ain't Tierra. I, I ain't heard Tierra Wack. I ain't, I ain't heard of her music. She sing Moo? Yeah, it's a girl saying Moo. I can't think of her name right now. But her Can we get on the Google? Yeah, we're going to look it up. Who sing Moo? Some girl that sang Moo. But she, hey, she, Siri. She, she spit too. But they, they probably got writers, but what they spit is different. It's more like comedic. It's like comedic rap, you know what I'm saying? It's funny I think that's the direction cool. rap is kind of going into. It's not like it's entertaining. I bust you in your that's face, in your neck, yeah. in your, you know, <laughs> like we're not, everybody's not Casanova, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's not rapping about being in prison and like having razors in their ass. Yeah. So raisins, razors. Oh, like raisin. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> What do you think, Prince Ali, about JD's comments on female rap? I mean, I get it. I'm not discounting what his opinion is. However, we've had this discussion before. We've I don't see why that's why their profession. You could cut because would you say I don't see why FIBA? It's all dentists. Like if they were all dentists, would that make a difference? In- and that's my point. Like I don't see anybody like all these rap niggas is rapping about doing drugs, fucking bitches. They all costing the workers. Like it's that's just like why? Why does nobody fe- would say that? Why like, does why? female rap have to be scrutinized in that way? Especially from somebody who is the gatekeeper. You have a, a label, JD, and we ain't heard shit from Miss Mulatto like 
Didn't you pass on Super Peach? Like I feel like this, y'all. Okay, well that was <laughs> <laughs> like I, I watched, don't count. I watched the rap game and I, 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 I ain't heard yeah, a single was, from Miss Mulatto yet. The rap game was for viewings and ratings, not for Okay, but if you signed an artist and you signed a female artist, where's she at? Though? And he probably held so that. instead of, instead he of, probably held that oversized checkup as he handed it to her and then signed off and said, All right, let me, we let me, good. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell you something right now, right now. Like y'all already said, Jermaine Dupree is a gatekeeper, right? So that if he's a gatekeeper, that means that he can do down whatever he want to do with hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. So, so True. that means that he sort of, yeah, he can if he wanted to make sign, a star, make a star, sign a female anyhow. artist. I don't think that was and the intention of that show. Exactly, the intention of that show was. But <laughs> well, maybe that's why he has a female cipher. Exactly, for it was he, for he, show ratings, yeah, just show like ratings. um, what's the exactly. other show? What's the other show? He's She's got talent. No, 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 no. With all growing up hip hop, yeah. he's executive producer it, on that. It's all to get like, talking about it for free promotion. Yeah, that's right? that's, that's what. I like the rap game. They have some talent. I'm not saying there's not talent on there. What I'm saying is his point of I don't think his point in that show was. <laughs> to to sign the next escape, the next bow wow. I think the point in the show was let me make a couple extra dollars, making he, getting these viewings, these ratings. Like I think it was just to break into. A I think that's industry. fucked up. J- well, hey, making a band, whatever he want to do, y'all. That man got some free promotion. Making a band, put out an album. This Did they promotion. a pretty good album that I'm still bumping today. Which way? Who? Danity Kane and the Danity band. Danity Kane, Kane had two. A couple, exactly. I'll give you that. Don't do that. However, he wasn't persistent. He wasn't on them like he was on Total. He was on Total, totally different than he was on it Danity Kane. It was a different Kane. time. He was on One Twelve, totally different. Bro. Than he was on the band, Bro, like you, it was you, different. They were doing all kind of shit back then. Though. I mean, or yeah, but he he. I, I think Diddy was doing more trying to make a band for, with, out of them than than Jermaine Dupri was with the rap game. However, I think his intentions were still ratings, viewings. That's why it was so much. Be, there was very little. If you look back at, and I think we finna talk about this, but if you look back at making a band, there was very little music making and very much controversy it was the first re- one of the first reality shows. show <laughs> it was all about just the same things these reality shows today are built off, based off of the making a band was based off of that True. it was for the viewings it was for the ratings True. it wasn't for oh i'm gonna get this man and we finna just pop off like so you saying jd just out here exploiting children Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, I am. And their parents, nice too. Life. Yes, because the like, parents were coming on there as, as guardians, no, no, quitting no, no, their no, jobs no, no, like no, a no, fool. No, 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 you done no, quit your no, whole no, damn y'all, job. Y'all, y'all can't even, we can't even call it exploring because they're getting paid right. for it. They're gonna check. It's just like for a job. one season. But it's like a what job. you gonna do next year, next September? It, that's what they. That's what you signed up for. It's you like quit a job that's gonna keep you employed until it's time to retire. No, considering because the goal is to get your ass on like the like, goal is to get you, you popping whether you it be get to get platform. you signed you i will gotta, hope or use you, your you platform don't, you don't even have to get but, a deal. but, but here's the reality like yes you can use that just to get popping correct right. yes i agree and that would be a valid case if we were talking about experienced producers if we were talking about experienced managers this is somebody's mama who said i think you can no, rap no, but let me tell I you i think you know how to sing but this how it works no, no, some of them do have talent don't, talent. don't know nothing look, don't know look. shit from shinola i'm telling you no, no, that, <laughs> but look somebody else will see that talent and it'll be like you know what but how do how do 
this person's daddy. You ain't never know nothing about music. You cook. No, no. But you don't know nothing about music. <laughs> your son know how to rap. I'm saying, and I'm not taking away from that. I'm right. just saying this isn't your industry. You don't know nothing about rap. And somebody, and JD come in, Jay-Z come in. JD, let's take JD out. Let's say Jay-Z come in. And say you can rap. I'm gonna put you on Jay Z would minutes. never. Wait, let's. I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you on TV next to me for ten minutes and give you a platform. What do you do with that next? Hell yeah. But what? How? How? Tell me. Give me a breakdown. Yeah, just as you. Just period. We gonna rap every day you up until the know. point where you meet Jay Z. You don't know. I'm saying that's a valid platform for somebody who's experienced and in that league and knows connections, has connections, and knows where to go with that. Me, I'll be sitting here on the radio next to you. I wouldn't know, like, okay, thank you. Rap. Now what? Rap. To who? <laughs> Go. <laughs> who gonna hear it? I don't All know, right. but somebody. Well, Hopefully. We're gonna keep an eye out for this female cipher that he has coming. Details coming soon, okay? Hopefully, he make us a believer and sign a hot female rapper. Just don't talk about what's missing. The Bring brat. something to the table. <laughs> the brat is on Dish Nation, okay? She ain't think about rap. I love the brat. She, she gets I, no, secretly, check. I do wish she would come back. I wish she would make a just a pop up, an appearance. Okay. Ladies' Night Part Two. Um, okay. Just out of curiosity, okay, so I was listening to The Breakfast Club, and Tommy from Love and Hip Hop just got out of prison. She was allegedly accused of banging her daughter's head into the locker, which she said was not true. Like, she cleared up the story. Um, But it just kind of sparked something to ask a question. Like, can we be nosy? Like, what was the craziest thing you ever said to your your mama? Started with Jeff. <laughs> yeah. So, yo, what was the craziest thing you ever said to your mama? To be real, I don't know. To I get never, smacked upside the head or dead. I never really talked back too much to my mom. Right. To Pops, though, I probably said some off the wall stuff. But mom, like, what you say, though? Like, fuck you, bitch. Oh, nah, nah. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> Who said that? I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be here. Uh, the craziest thing I ever said was probably like, okay. Or, 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 okay. Or, or, yeah. All right. So, and I, you I live? No, like, did maybe. you get, did you get a whooping? I I didn't get what look what it it wasn't there's a whole whatever but whoopings weren't re- like I feel like a whoop when I hear you whooping, sound seem like you a stubborn like you the nigga that's not gonna cry I'm and that's what I'm saying but, like I was stuck I didn't talk back but it wasn't so much what I said as opposed to how I said. Like, I could say good morning, but it wasn't, it was more like, good morning. Like, you know, it was more it was more so how I said it than what I said. However, like, whoopings, when I hear the word whooping, I think like a quick couple, poop, poop, poop. No. I didn't get whooped. Like, whoopings weren't. Have you got slapped? For, oh, I've gotten slapped. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> I, oh, I'm the only one. <laughs> oh, I definitely got Oh, slapped. I'm like, wait, because I, I got slapped silly. Got, I'm I got, liable. I got slapped for, I was in the seventh grade. I never fucking forget. And I couldn't do nothing but sit on the bed and like try to collect myself. Um, <laughs> Figure out where you went wrong. <laughs> right. Like, I had my music up high. My mom was in the room trying to take a nap. And wow. she, she came to the door and was like, turn your music down. My mom yelled. Like, it was never like, turn your music down. I was like, turn that motherfucking music down right now. <laughs> so she came to the door. I turned it down. And then a little bit later, I turned it back up. <laughs> Thought she was slick. She came and knocked on that fucking door. 
knock knock slapped the shit out of me and like left what did I, I tell you i couldn't even do nothing i was just in shock because the slap was so fast because i don't even feel bad for you I Not didn't feel that. bad for me Cause, either. Cause I told you to turn it down. I was hard headed. You thought you was, that was my daddy's favorite. I was saying. listening to you the Chronic 2001. Okay, this shit had my to. My daddy's favorite saying was, <laughs> "You think you slick," and I wasn't. I was a little bit, but I wasn't. That's Not with stuff you, like that. You look like you thought you was slick. No, I, I was. Keyshawn, what was the craziest thing you ever said to your mama? Man, me and my mama didn't have no relationship. Oh, your grandma. Me and my grandma meet wheels partner, so we ain't had no. You never like talked back, like it was always just peaches and cream. Um, when I when I was talking back, I wasn't talking back. I was just explaining something to her. Like if my grandma was telling <laughs> something, you know, that was my favorite excuse wrong, too. Nah, ain't no explaining right. shit. Why I'm just trying to I tell said. you. <laughs> Can you just listen to me? Nah, y'all was spoiled. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't no explanation. I said what the fuck I said. I now I sit your five dollar ass down before I make change. I had none of Period. That. Yeah, mm. I, I didn't go for none of that. Okay, well, like I guess that. it's. I mean, Prince got slapped. I got whooped a few times. I can count on my hands how many times I got whooped, but I got I got hit. Yeah. All right. Since y'all needs to be one in the box. Since y'all, since y'all angels. All right. <laughs> Whatever. No angel, but well, right. Just, right. On level. <laughs> you okay. play the game the way it's meant to be played. Well, once again, I'm Auntie Mimi, and that is Messy Mondays. All right, y'all. We're gonna get into this episode. We're talking about passion and humility. So first, we're gonna define what passion is. I know everybody's mind probably goes to a different kind of place when you mention the word passion. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we're going to define passion. Okay. Passion means to have a strong feeling of need or desire for someone, something, or an activity. So now we know the definition. Like what, what are we passionate about in life? Like are we passionate about people? Are we passionate about love? Are we passionate about our work? Like, what what is our passion in here in this life? I'm gonna start with Chef Jeff. First of all, Chef Jeff, Yo. I want you to tell the people who you be and what you do and what you're passionate about. So my name is Jeff Cook, also known as uh, Jeff the Chef. Um, I'm a personal chef out here in Vegas. But uh, something that I'm, I'm passionate about is life, life, and just make I like making people happy. So That's what's I'm up. real passionate about living a good life. Um, always smiling, always happy. I mean, you know, everybody got three days, but you know, I try to try to stay positive at all times. That's what's up. As much as possible, you know. So you're um, passionate about life. So you know, you're a chef. So you're passionate about making people happy through through, food, through, through your much. food. That's yep. what's up. That through always food, makes me happy. So you customer know, customer service, all that good stuff. Everything, That's what's up. All the above. Yeah. That's what's up. Keyshawn, music. What you what you passionate about, sir? Uh, I'm passionate about a few things. Uh, I'm passionate about creating music. You know, I love like writing music. I love putting music together. Um, I'm passionate about helping people. I love helping people and making a difference in others' lives. You know, whether it's that giving them information or being that connection for them, we're connecting dots. You know, the A, B, C, and D. Um, and that's pretty much, man. It's driving me every day. You know, I can wake up every day and I can get a paycheck and I can do it for a living. Word. That's yeah. real passion. That's what passion is. What you can do every day and passion. the rest of your life. Mm. My turn? Yes, Prince Ali. What are you passionate about? Um, I kind of thought long and hard about this one. Because there's a few things. I feel like there's a lot of things that in life that one individual could be passionate about. Like you're cooking, you're making music. Like, but I feel like that's not your only that. 
but I think personally, like, there's a lot of stuff that I could say I have passion for, but my number one passion when I thought about it was just being happy, like Mm -hmm. myself, like, just making, doing what it takes to make myself happy with Mm -hmm. myself, not just, you know, temporarily happy and doing, you know, things that are fun, but just overall creating true happiness for myself and my life and, you know, everything that comes along with that. Okay. Well, I have to agree. Like I'm a passion, I'm passionate about living life and I'm passionate about me and I'm passionate about the people that I have. There's not one person in my life that I'm not like passionate about, like going hard for, like really just want to see them, you know, be the best person that they are. But again, I'm passionate about me, like living my best life and making sure the people around me is is good and like because i feel like a lot of people out here just like out here capping as fuck Mm. you know what i'm saying so capping is lying like faking the funk like but not even finessing like just (laughs) driving around like just you know what i'm saying with like just not being truthful and honest about who they are or what they're trying to put out in this world and what they're trying to project. There's a lot of bullshit going on. So I'm, I'm liberated on that. I'm passionate about me. Like, I think that it sounds, it sounds cocky or whatever, but no, but I think that has to be your first line of passion. Like, I think they explain their passions (laughs) in their, their industries, but I think your first line of, passion has to be yourself and i think it is yourself within that industry because like, you can't be not just cooking about- watching cooking you know stuff not just listening to music but you your food your cooking your music your like you you yourself mm-hmm. in that like it has to be you have to be i don't i think there's a lot of people that don't understand that like mm. you yourself have to be first priority within yourself absolutely even i think in a marriage and a relationship and mm-hmm. a job and it, whatever the case you yourself your health, your sanity, your everything has to be first priority. Because if you're not, you're going to always come up short. Like, I feel like, Keyshawn, I feel like, Jeff, like, you're in, in the service industry. Like, you're here for people. Like, you make people happy with your food. You make people happy in the, in the, the line of work that you work in. So, it's like, how can you not be passionate about you to, to give that off to other people? So, like, how did y'all know, like far as being a chef like how did you know like yeah like this is the shit like this is my niche this is what i want to do like even if i never made a dime i don't know if you feel how Keyshawn feels even if i never made a dime like i'm just happy to do what the fuck i am doing every day man uh pretty much i used to cook all the time even before i started doing the chefing even Mm -hmm. when i was like was working my regular nine to five i always just cook for my family friends Mm -hmm. uh every day if i have family in town they stay with me I'm cooking every day. I'm hooking That's y'all up, up with some good food. That's what's up. And um, that kind of how how it all played out. They said, "Like, man, you cook too good to be just giving it away. Just giving it away, yeah." Much. And from then on, it was it was on. I think that's that's where it becomes like, okay, well. I like doing it because I've dealt with that as an esthetician. Like, I really enjoy doing this. Like, if I didn't charge anything, I would still, you know, want to do this right. if I didn't make anything. So I think that's where it, I feel like the battle comes in. It's like, okay, well, what do I charge? Like, right. okay, well, how much do you think that's worth? Or like, what should I charge? I don't want to overcharge I anybody. Do I don't want to, you know, I don't want nobody to feel like they got 
took, you know, even though I know the quality of my food is good, but yeah, you know, that's like how... even when we came to pick up our plates, <clears throat> we like how much he said twenty. We I tr- I was ready to like oh <laughs> I thought I had a like let me get out right. now like, like it's, it's worth yeah. so much more than right. that. But you know, so like, do you deal with that? Have you dealt with that struggle? Like oh well, yeah, I don't really want to charge, but I have to time. because this is what I do. This is my job now. This is my livelihood. So like, what? How do you deal with that? I mean. That's the hardest part to be real, trying to figure out exactly what I should charge. But I, I kind of go off of feedback from friends or family, asking them, I, I know I just made this, I know how much I spent on it, but how much should yeah. I charge? So it's not a literal mathematical, I mean it's mathematical, but it's not a, a it's not a dollar and cents equation so much as like out of pocket, it back in pocket. It's right. more so what's it worth, final product. Because yeah, uh, I know already I'm making my money back, but should I make it more because I know because is that the main thing like is that the I would think that was the main focus like as long as I make my money back I'm good so is that like make my money back plus some but yeah of course of course course, that's the objective but I'm saying like is your thought process like okay I need to make at least five dollars over or ten dollars over what I paid or is it more so if I just make my money back and people are happy I'm good like what's the what's more so the objective I mean I always put a, like a cap on to make this much on it mm-hmm. people tell me all the time man you need to charge more yeah but I'm like nah cause I mean you want you want I people to want come people back to come yeah you I don't want to overcharge people come back. to like do you oh, deal taxes. with like I think you might be able to attest to this being in the service industry as well like a, a, a one person a person by person I should say versus a, a mass, case by case situation yeah versus a mass service industry but like do you deal with the thought process of like okay yeah my food is good yeah i'm doing this 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 and this but people are still picking and i'm not taking away from that yeah. but like people are still picking up from my household versus a restaurant that's exactly how i look at it too like i'm still at the crib so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna overcharge you because you're coming in my house so you food. feel like you can't charge restaurant prices right. for right. an at-home pickup right your food is really amazing. I feel like mm-hmm. I would pay what I would pay at a restaurant for yeah. your food. Let me just say that. But um, I get that. I was just talking to my nail lady about that because my nail lady works from home. And she's like, I don't want to charge too much because people are coming to my home. You know, my brother always says, like, he's from California. Like, you need to charge more. You need to charge, like, $100 because it's, like, a full set. Like, whatever you want, bling the, your nails the fuck out. Like, Swarovski, the bitches out. And I'm just like, well, just put some paint on them and, like, a few designs. <laughs> but other people would be like, yeah, Swarovski's on every single hand. But I'm taking and it to a – want that for $25. Yeah, want that for, like, $25. It's like – I think that's the struggle as an entrepreneur is like, well, I'm, I love what I do. I want you to come back. But at the same time, like Jay-Z said, what he say? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he said, you know, don't be too nice to niggas. Right. Just set the price on niggas. Live your life, my niggas. Sometimes you got to set the price and this is what it is. And just like, take it or leave it. Sometimes I send a text like, this is my price for lashes. And, uh, send it. Like oh, okay, okay, that's nothing. Okay, yeah, well, let, um, here's the yeah, thing. shoot that deposit over. Here's like, yeah, thing, like me personally, when I pay for any type of service, be it food, be it certain whatever type of service I'm paying for, I'm paying for the service, not the locate. Like, I's not yeah. looking like, oh, your service, your food's disgusting, <laughs> but you have such a nice look. Like, no, I don't give a fuck how any of that looks. Right? How, how is your shit? Like, right. how's what I'm how's taking the work? Oh, right. Yeah. 
Like, that's, that's you know, that's reality. And that's like, what I was explaining to her. Like, girl, your location is nothing. You still have to set up. You went to school. You're still licensed. You're still hella skilled in what you do. There was a point where I had to pack this shit up and stop renting my space and take that shit home. However, my skills never slacked on that. Like, my space is still clean. It's still professional. You know, I'm still delivering the same type of service. Yeah, I'm going to knock something off because you come into my home. But I sh- probably shouldn't have did that because my price is hella affordable, you know? But we think about that. We I think we over overthink that. Like, well, they come into my home, so you know, maybe I shouldn't charge that extra ten. Well, maybe you should. Well, and I think it also comes down to as well, like, I don't think so much that it's your home, but so much as the environment that you keep up or you create in your home during yeah. business hours. So if I come to your home to get a service, a facial and you got your cousins coming in and out, you got yeah, your that's homeboy different. coming in. That's different. You know, that's, all that. Then I'm going to be like, all right. Different. But no. if you come and it's quiet, it's, you know, yeah, it's your house, but it's professional. It's quiet. Right. It's just us. Then I'm going to be like, well, what's, it don't, you know, it's all the same to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just like if it was a business. If you brought me to a business and your cousin was knocking at the door, asking you to come sign off on this or come, <laughs> hey, listen to this come real quick. Come outside real quick. Talk for you real quick. <laughs> hey. Then I'm going to think the same. Like, you know, right. it's not so much the location so much as the environment that you create. Along with the service that you provide. Right. When I was cutting hair, everybody was a dub. I don't care if I cut you at my house, if I cut at your house, or if I cut it's it a dub off top. Yeah. Okay. Straight up. That's what's up, Keyshawn. So, Keyshawn, so how did you, like, how do you maintain your passion? Because being in an industry where, you know, shit is up and down, you know, shit may not be, you know, moving and shaking one day how it is the next day. Like, how do you maintain, like, staying passionate about what it what it is that you do you really just gotta stay plugged into it you know what i'm saying like don't don't stay away from it so like if you're a cook you know what i'm saying you need to stay cooking whether it's you know yeah you got you got because it's like you're cooking one meal a day cooking two meals a week you know whatever as long as you're still practicing your your, your technique like with me what i do like because I, I really focus on the songwriting so i'm you know i don't really want to you know be an artist no more so like I really focus on the songwriting and, and writing and producing. So with me, like I, I write three to five songs a day. You know, whether that's coming up to the hook or coming up with the bars. And then if I can't find an artist, you know, to pick up the songs, I record them myself. You know what I'm saying? Because they gotta get out. I just I'm not gonna have a notebook full of songs. Mm. We not Tupac, okay? No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that's but uh, but that made a legacy for Tupac. I feel you, but that made a legacy. No, for I'm him. saying Tupac. We're not know, gonna take away from him. Rest in peace. No, you no. know he has a notebook full of songs. Oh, still, okay. get out. It was like poems. They turned yeah, into poems. Yeah, after everything that he recorded, yeah. like he still, he still had hella poems. songs. It's like they asked to turn them to poems. Like they're not even yeah. songs anymore. They did poetry book. Like I mean, that's possible. You know, like some happen. That's how normal shit works. You know, some happen to you. Rafael de la Ghetto. So, um, Prince, how do you stay passionate about? It's hard. It's very hard because I feel like I'm a serving person, so mm. to say, if that makes sense. And not in the sense that I, I, I feel like I'm a giver more than a receiver. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to put yourself in that equation consistently, constantly, over and over when, okay, but he need this. Like, l- let me see what I can do to help you. Mm-hmm. I got X, Y, Z, and you need Y and Z. So let me give you, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's hard to stay in that mind state. And I haven't really, I'm going to be real, like, I haven't really figured that out yet. Like, mm-hmm. how do I just stay consistent with, like you said, consistency is key. 
Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, I'm going to give her two. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how do how I work that system is, cause like you said, it's hard, like, to know who to help, know who to give it to, and know who to, you know, be like, I need to, you know, chill on this person. But when when I do help people, you know what I'm saying, like, I, I see how far they go with the help, and then I try to step back to the see, you know, you didn't appreciate the help because I wanted you to go farther. But what if it's not the same person? What if it's you, then them, then her, then him, then him, then him? You got you got to show all of them because that's the only way you're gonna give them the truth. Because other than that, you you're not you're, you're you're taking the truth from them. You see what I'm saying? Because you're you're not letting them hit that bottom and figure it out like damn man like sometimes you can't get in the way of god's blessings okay <laughs> if there's a lesson to be learned to they need to learn sometimes the answer was not yes sometimes you're and telling them no it. is exactly what they need and to that's experience. the thing and i think that's my biggest thing right now is listening for what not just moving on my emotion like i hear it all the time like i hear it on tv i hear it on the radio i hear it when in my thoughts i hear it everywhere i go stop moving on emotion because I might have emotions for you because you're my cousin. Right. I love you. I want you to succeed. I want the best for you. Right. I ain't got the best yet, but I want you to have it. So right. let me give you, you know, what I got to, to help you be successful. Right. And that's my emotion. But you can't move on emotion. You have to move on logic, logic. a lot of time. Logic. Period. Yeah. And I read a quote that said there was a man who built this beautiful house for him but at the end of the day at the end of the year he didn't have a house because he kept giving bricks to people he loved mm -hmm. he kept taking from his home mm -hmm. to that's get to, to help somebody else build their home yeah. and i and he looked up and that's real and i felt that because it's like i said like i may not have w x y and z and you need w all i got is y and z but okay let me figure out how to get w to give you w right. and i still need w and y you know what I'm saying? I feel like, like I feel like that's that's what's tricky because we all have, we are we all are capable. You know, it's like I use that a lot. Well, shit, you capable of going going to get W? Like, why the hell are you asking me? Like, shit, I'm trying to figure this shit right. out. Just how you that's are. Logic. But that's logic. So it's just I say that's not emotion. That's logic. I don't know, babe. Like I say no a lot. Like I be like nah. Like if it's, I'll think about it. I'll meditate on it for a quick second. But nah, if I have to go out of my way and it's like I have to think too hard on it, like, nah. with, with me, like, mm -mm. it's like, you know what I'm saying? Everything is not financial. So, like, if I could prevent them, like, I even had one cousin, there's no lie, he called me, he had a good, you know, an adventure he wanted to do. He was like, we need this amount of money to do it. And, you know, I just had to break it down to him, like, you know, do you nah. got a product yet? <laughs> not even like, I didn't have to say no. I just had to explain to him, like, you know, like for one, the company should be charging us this amount of money if they believe your event is good. Because anybody that believes well, your you well, you said is no good. in so many words. It's like okay, what's your business but plan? It's, it's okay, you ain't it. got no plan. You know so how saying? the hell it's you like, asking me for some money? It, or how are we gonna? It's not even that. Go not, to Shark just, Tank. If something's not ready, it's not ready. And you could do it in a different way than saying no. Because when you do it, when you give them answers and you ask questions, you give them information so to they go, can figure to, it out. To, yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So then you come back prepared. Other than that, I'm just like shutting your ass down. They're like, man, you know, my I mean, you can say no, but this is why. Like, hate on me. Right. Because at that point, you tell me no, it don't matter what the reason was. You was hating. He rapped. 
That nigga know I'll be supporting that nigga. Right. You got me buying your singles. I bought three singles. Oh, iTunes and and I can't get nothing back in return. Look how y'all treat me. This how the family do. So look. So we gonna figure this shit out. So cuz, get your shit together so we can get it together. You feel me? I have my shit together. It's out there for you to buy. Let's get your shit together where it can be out there for somebody to buy and then we can go market that shit. Let's do it. That's it. Alright. I mean, yeah. We just gotta break it down to people. So we gonna move on before we run out of time to humility. Okay, so true humility is to recognize your value in others as well as yourself, and to be humble is to serve others and be therefore the good of them as well as your own. To be humble is to have realistic appreciation of your great strengths but also your weaknesses. I think that's that's a big one. Can I say something though? Go ahead. Alright, you said a magical keyword serve others mm-hmm. but we need to say serve others well they need to do it well okay well i mean describe doing it well yeah elaborate on that when, when i say doing well that means that everybody feels like they're getting a vip experience with you i don't think mm-hmm. everybody like needs to feel night. like that and, and, and let me tell you why and, and and you shouldn't think like that because that person may not know no better so you could teach them you could teach them by showing them a whole okay. different way to teach people and I, I do that all the time. You know, people, they interact with me like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the typical, you know what I'm saying, guy with dreads. Because I'm intelligent. I can have a conversation with them. And it's a whole different level. You know what I'm saying? Let me not, let's not say you're not the typical one, but you're not what they expect to be. What the they expect one. to be the yeah. typical one. There we go. Okay, so be a servant to others. Serve well. Well. Yeah, you treat others the way you want to be treated. And if mm-hmm. you don't know how you want to be treated, that's go, you go above and beyond. Because that's what you want people to do for you. Do y'all agree, Chef and, and Prince, like, with, the, with the definition of humble? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I can. Basics. Somebody, one of my viewers said unwavering support. Hmm. I don't know. They unwavering would have... support? Hmm. Hmm. I think that's interesting. I agree with that. I agree wholeheartedly with what you said. I think to add to that, I think personally just like taking yourself out of it because I think you can be amazing in what you do I think you can be amazing in what you do you as well myself as well included however I think it you also have to add in what or who or whatever the case was if it was what or if it was who that brought you to this point Somebody had to show you something you didn't just wake up one morning and start you know what I mean like same thing with you I mean, not taking away from anybody's craft and what you put on it your own. No, I learned all this on my. No, I was kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got you. I mean, you dropped all, out. All, 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 no, I'm just kidding. On the surgical table, no. huh? <laughs> no, but nobody showed me nothing. It's I mean, not that somebody taught you this like, specifically, but somebody something, taught you something that, that pertains helped, to that, 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 that helps you get here. Yeah, that helps you okay. in this situation. Let me tell y'all, like, okay. we don't think about this, y'all, but like, like, I was a kid. When I was a kid, we used to have like, our little family get together and stuff. Like, I used to always be the one trying to perform. Trying mm-hmm. to perform for them and entertain them. 
And like, look, I'm growing up. I'm an artist. I'm not afraid to entertain folks. I'm not afraid to put myself out there. Out there, you know what I'm saying? So it's like we've been preparing for this our whole life, life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We just don't realize it. Whether if it's you did a talent show, or if you did a radio project at your school, you recorded yourself on a tape. You know, doing you a are so radio. right, babe. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was I was so shy until I got to like middle school. But in class, when everybody was quiet, especially my English class, like I would just like bust out the class and just start singing like Usher or some shit. Mm -hmm. And my teacher told my mom, like, I think your daughter, she has like outbursts. Like, I think she has like like, ADHD or something. Like, I don't know what to do with her. And I just still continue to do it. My mom talked to me and just like, that's just my personality. But that has prepared me to like be who I am today. I didn't know that at the time, but who knew that I would be sitting behind a mic as the big shit talker? You know what I'm saying? Like I just I got shit to say. Like let me say it. I don't like when it's just quiet. It makes me feel funny. So yeah, that's real. That's all it is. <laughs> you know, you know, you just we all done went through something. You know, I don't know. Jeff, you cooking an easy bake oven when you? I was. I was. I was. I was. Seven years old. Fuck this oven. I'm trying to go to the oven. Where the grill at? I got straight to it, bro. He's on there cooking up the little pies and cooking. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Cooking, cooking pies on the easy bake oven. So, do you guys consider yourself to be humble, humble people, or humble, humble servants to oh, yeah. God's people? Oh, oh, automatic. That's automatic. Like every day. Like even when I work, people don't. I mean, a lot of people don't know, man. Like I always have to say this, but I'm a social worker. You know what I'm saying? So I work with the mental health every day. I deal with the people nobody want to deal with every day, and I'm with these folks. We having a good time, and I'm coming up with solutions. You know, to, to give them a meaningful, helpful life. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's, it's something I would do if I didn't get paid to do it. I think anytime you're dealing with the public, that shit can be extremely humbling, ex- extremely extremely frustrating. And sometimes you got to look to tell them, hey, like, this is what the fuck it is. Like, you either going to take this or not. Yeah. Like, do you want the appointment or or yeah. not? That's it. But That's it's a lot of it's a lot of humility that goes into dealing with people on a day-to-day basis but it's a way to do everything it's, it's the yeah. way to tell them that and, and that's what we have to figure out that's the creative part you know what i'm saying the way to be firm direct and going above and beyond <laughs> like it's a way mm, to do it that sounds I mean, it's tricky it, it, it as is. hell it's a game but yeah. you gotta play that shit you gotta play it you gotta play the game hmm Cause they go play it on you, and that's what they do. Right? They do. People that's play right. play games all, all all the they're time, and they try to get away with bloody <laughs> fucking but, murder. But here's the thing: you cannot be used in your passion in your Absolutely. appointment. Yeah. That's why you got policies and procedures. Yeah. Even regardless of that, I'm saying you cannot be used in making music. Can't nobody oh, no, use no, no, you. No, 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 definitely. But I'm saying, no, like, no, in your passion, you we're talking about you, humility. You never lose. You never yeah, lose. Yeah, like you, never you lose. cannot be used. Yeah, you never lose. Period. Like you're gonna do what you came to do, regardless of how somebody comments. That's not true. Yeah. Excellent. So you came to do lashes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Somebody talks shit the whole time you doing lashes, underpays you. You got used. You're not going to underpay me. But you got used. But I'm you're just, not going to underpay saying, me. We're, we're talking about a hypothetical situation. Okay. You got used. 
Yeah. Or did you do what you came to do because it was your passion? No, I can't. You I said did what, earlier. But, but, wait a minute now. You said earlier. You said no, earlier. <laughs> <laughs> there's a price on it. You said I love you what I do, but it's a it's a price tag. You said you would do it regardless. I would if, if, that, if I was, I'm not saying somebody shouldn't no, pay you. I'm not saying people should I, get over. I know you. I know the point I'm you're just trying to make. Print, saying, but in my situation, I do this day to day. This is how I eat. There's a price tag on it now. If I go to so the, the homeless out. shelter and I decide to go volunteer, I'm not being paid to do this. We went to the homeless shelter. So, and you complained about the pay rate. Uh-huh. You a damn lie. <laughs> <laughs> he a lie and a half, y'all. <laughs> I'm saying, like, so somebody jump off the lash table, jump, run to their car, zoom off. You got used. Yeah. And I'm like and I'm going to find them. I somebody mean, I'm tried, not saying no. Don't somebody get your tried money. to do that. I was going to clothesline the shit out of her. She tried to run out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it was going to be crazy. She had to figure out how to get that payment together. Because mm. sis, Cash out, I'm gonna snatch Apple all pay. them good old lashes off your eyeballs. Try every card you have. Try it. Because <laughs> I see you. I see what you're trying to do. I feel your energy. You trying to run out, and I'm gonna clothesline the shit out your ass. <laughs> mm. I just feel like when it's your pack. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying like time. people can take advantage. Oh yeah, we are. I'm just saying like when it's your passion, you're gonna do your passion. Period. So what's the moral of the story, Keyshawn? Music like what's the moral of the story? Like what what should what should be the takeaway with passion and humility? With passion, you never lose. You know what I'm saying? Like there's never a loss. There's only a lesson. So like if somebody do run off on you. Next time you know what to do so it doesn't happen the next time. Somebody no ain't nobody run off on the plug. Two times. That's it. Like even with me, like if somebody like I, I actually have a couple songs, you know what I'm saying, tough for me. So now we know, know that to, David Banner. I know, I know how to protect my songs, you know what I'm saying? And and uh, you just learn from your lessons. But when you when it's your passion, you you never look you never can lose. That's what's up. What about you, Chef Jeff? What's the takeaway? I mean, uh, always love what you do, have a, a deep passion for it, but Always be humble at the same time, no matter how far you get with it. I would never look at nobody less than less than what it is. That's yeah. right. Amen. Prince Ali. The moral of the story is this. <laughs> it sounds long as hell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with what they just said. Like uh, like or like I've been saying, when it's your passion, do it for the passion. Don't do it for the payment because you'll always come out on the back end. Period. That's it. All right. Well, tell the people where to follow you, Chef. Go ahead and uh, add me on Instagram at Jeff underscore the Chef underscore LV. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for tuning in to tonight's episode. Tell the people where to follow you, Keyshawn, real quick. Follow me at Keyshawn Music on IG and now my social sites. All righty, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Y'all know Prince Ali, spelled with two eyes. Three eyes. Three eyes. Three eyes again. Thank you for tuning in to Ghetto and Godly. Be sure to tune in every Monday from 6 p.m. right here on the House 702.5. Oh, goddamn. With your favorite co host, Auntie Mimi. Remember to always be good to yourself and one another. Until next time, congregation. Bye bye. I sped through that so fast. You get a shout out to the El Cortez. Mm. (laughs) Mmm. All the margaritas. (laughs) <laughs> what?